Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Did not like that hit on Kyler Yamamoto and lands a clubbing right hand that fells Justin Hall. Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We have the Panthers leading the Maple Leafs 1-0 with eight minutes left in the first. Five minutes left in the first. No score. Islanders and Capitals. Later on tonight, the Wild at the Avalanche. There are five teams in the Western Conference who have been doing incredibly well lately. Vegas, L.A., Edmonton, Minnesota, and Colorado. So Minnesota and Colorado are going head-to-head tonight. They're separated by a point in the Central Division. Minnesota 95, Colorado 94, and Dallas still hanging around with 94 points as well. Good race atop the Central, and as you know, a good race atop the Pacific. The Oilers with an excellent performance last night against the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas remains in first place, 98 points. L.A. has 96. Edmonton has 95 Seven games remaining for the Oilers, eight for Vegas and L.A. Still going to be difficult for the Oilers to get first place, I believe anyway. Second place, more realistic, though still uh, difficult, really, if they lose probably more than a game the rest of the way, but playing really, really well. And uh, I thought an excellent performance last night against the Vegas Golden Knights, led by the very popular Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Such a good hockey player. It's uh, it's it's crazy. He he, he doesn't get nearly enough uh, recognition. And Newton Hopkins to Bouchard shoots, scores. A strong two-way versatility to Ryan. I move him all over the lineup. Um, uh, left wing, right wing, center. He plays in every situation. Newton Hopkins shoots, scores. Ryan Newton Hopkins. Has great poise with the puck, um, real heady, makes great plays, and he's been shooting the puck a little bit more this year, and is fine in the back of the net, so uh, he's having a hell of a year. Offside to Nugent Hopkins, across to McDavid, in front, scores! Leon Dreisaitl! Things he does um, are so subtle, and, and most people don't don't realize what, what he does out there, but uh, it's just a phenomenal hockey player. Too far for Nugent Hopkins, blasted on net, scores! Darnell and obviously, uh, offensively, our team's uh, been clicking all year and um, playing with some great players and uh, just trying to uh, help out a little more offensively uh, than I did last year. And um, Obviously, I think when you have t- team success, and individual success falls out sometimes. But his overall two-way play is at the highest I've seen as an Edmonton Oilers. Ryan Nugent Hopkins just having an outstanding season. Have you looked at the... League leaders, 
in scoring? Yeah, Nuge is right up there. Five points last night, tying a career high, 96 on the season. He's sixth in the NHL in scoring. Three of the top six players play for Edmonton. McDavid and Dreisaitl are one, two. You got Nuge coming in sixth. And, oh, by the way, Zach Hyman doing pretty well as well. He's uh, 22nd in the league in scoring. So a lot of positives for the Oilers lately. They, they played a good team last night. And uh, they made them look like a bad team at some uh, at some well for large stretches of the game, especially the second period when they outshot Vegas 21-6. So we inch closer to the playoffs. Jay Woodcrofts, who, who would not talk about the playoffs at all earlier in the season, now mentions uh, game 83 from time to time. A lot of speculation. Who are they going to play? Where are they going to finish? Who do you want to play? Get in. Maybe they even clinch by the weekend or, or on the weekend, and then we can iron out the seating over the final uh, 11 or 12 days of the season after that. But some, some positives for the Oilers. I I think more, or many more positives than negatives. And I want to know what you think as well. And I'm, I also have a couple differing perspectives to present tonight. But you can check in at 780-496-0063. That is the hotline powered by Certainty, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. Certainty Pro all the way. You can email the show, insidesports at 630ched.com. Follow me on Twitter at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. You can send me a message there as well if you like kellen kennedy is down the hall in the control room kellen how are you doing sir doing great how about you reader great work by uh, you last night kellen Mm. Uh, you're you're very busy, of course, behind the scenes, and you uh, put together a great highlight pack of all the goals in the first period that we played during the first intermission. That was when nuts. We, when we still weren't <laughs> sure which way the game was going to go, but yeah, five goals in the first 10 minutes of the game, so you hurriedly uh, edited those together for... Oh, that was so much fun, Reed. I think that was the most... That was... The most fun outside of the uh, uh, Calgary uh, Oilers Battle of Alberta back in 2020 where uh, Smith and Talbot got into it and that stuff that I had uh, at any right. part of any regular season game. I, I love hockey like that. Just, you know, no, <laughs> put every expectation of reality out the window and let the two teams just go back and forth like that. Yeah. You know, yeah pull well, the for goalies sure. for, uh, for, for well, all I care. Just go six on six and just. The open nets. Well, I got yeah, I got a message from a listener during the first period last night saying, "Well, here we go towards a ten nine game or something like that." Yeah, no as, kidding, as right? It turned out <laughs> the Oilers were the the better team in that game. So I I gotta tell I gotta tell you guys something. And again, happy to hear from everybody tonight. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. I, I Kellen, I, I don't know if you know this. I, I you may this may surprise you. I have a couple of friends. You have not, friends? Not many. I'm just going to refer to two of them. <laughs> cool. Just going to refer to two of them. They, they kind of have interesting names and names that sort of match their personalities and, and their outlook on life and sports, if, if that makes sense. I, I, okay. I have one friend named Positive Pam. And the, the, this may uh, strike you as a little odd. She's, she's very uh, a very positive and optimistic person and is kind of always... Not just hoping for good things to happen, but but expecting good things to happen. And Sunshine, looking, happiness, looking glass half full. Yeah. that good things okay. would happen. Uh, but then I have another friend who's a kind of a, a quite a bit different, and, um, and maybe I'm friends with both these people because maybe they kind of balance each other out and keep me a little centered. But my other person, uh, my other friend's name is Negative Nelly, mm. and uh, Nelly can be a bit of a downer. A bit, a bit of a downer doesn't doesn't always uh, doesn't always think 
that things are going to work out. Doesn't doesn't always think that that people or you know sports teams in this case are going to get what they want, and that fans are going to get what they want. And uh, earlier today, I I, I sort of wound up um, unexpectedly moderating a debate between positive Pam and negative Nelly about the Edmonton Oilers. And I, I took notes as I was spending time with my, my two friends so I can sort of present some of the things they said tonight All right and, on. and see what our loyal 14 listeners think themselves. A little point-counterpoint A little point-counterpoint. Like yes, that's right. Uh, that's right. Now, who, I'm going to let you decide, Kellen, who should, whose point should I present first? Should I present one of positive Pam's points or one of negative Nelly's points. I'll be honest with you, Reed. I can't uh, get a clear uh, decision either way, so I'm going to go to the old-fashioned coin toss. Uh, we'll go Jeez. Pam on heads okay. and uh, 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 negative Nelly on tails. Coin toss. Here we go. Here's the coin toss. And we've got uh, tails. So negative Nelly goes first. All right, negative Nelly is going to go first. All right, so negative Nelly says, "Okay, wonderful. You know, you you." You, you scored five in Arizona. You scored seven against Vegas. Uh, you know, you got to five against San Jose. These are just games in the last week and a half, Negative Nelly was saying. But did you notice how many goals the other team got? Arizona, not a good team, says Negative Nelly, got four. Tied it in the third period with two goals about a minute apart when you should be able to lock that down. Vegas still got to four. And yes, uh, negative Nelly referencing the game against San Jose in which San Jose got to four, but they actually put seven in the net and three were called back back to video review. So negative Nelly says, okay, wonderful. Wonderful the power play, wonderful all these things you can do. But have you actually taken a look at that goals against per game column? And negative Nelly says, the Oilers are allowing three point three three goals against per game that's 22nd in the nhl but negative nelly doesn't stop there negative nelly says i'm not so worried about them being 22nd out of 32 teams what negative nelly is worried about is the oilers being 16th out of 16 teams because negative nelly says of all the teams currently in a playoff spot the Oilers are the worst defensive team in the league. So Negative Nelly says, that's great. You can do everything that you can do, but the goals get a little harder to come by in the playoffs, and things get to tighten up a little bit, and you tend to pay for your mistakes just with a little more pain in the playoffs than you do in the regular season. So Negative Nelly says, D -d 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 don't give me the regular season rankings at this point. Tell me where they sit among the teams that are going to be in the postseason. And Negative Nelly says, once the playoffs start, the Edmonton Oilers are going to be the worst defensive team in the playoffs. And that's why Negative Nelly says, the Oilers ain't going far. So there's one from Negative Nelly. So this is what I was in the middle of today, Kellen. Right. Yes. This okay. is, I'm sitting there trying to enjoy my pumpkin spice latte because I only drink them in the spring, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and negative Nelly and positive Pam get into this spirited debate. So that's 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 one thing negative Nelly said. And then positive Pam says, "Look, Nelly, say what you want 
about the goals that go in, it doesn't matter where your ranking is in the league. It just matters, can you get more than the other team in that game? And Positive Pam says, look how many games the Oilers have won, especially since the calendar flipped to 2023. They got an incredible points percentage. And yeah, sometimes they have been able to lock it down. But a lot of nights when they have given up three or four, they've gotten five or six or seven. So as long as you figure it out in that game, and Positive Pam adds to that, like I, and this was something I was talking about earlier, have you looked at the scoring leaders? Connor McDavid, 143 points. He's going to be the top scorer once the playoff starts. Leon Dreisaitl. 116 points, second in the NHL. He'll be the second best scorer in the playoffs. And as we talked about, Ryan Nugent Hopkins having an incredible season with 96 points, sixth in the NHL, very likely to get to 100. Probably going to happen Saturday against the Ducks. And the Oilers' power play, positive Pam says, 32.7%. Okay, she says maybe there are fewer power plays in the playoffs. Maybe there aren't as many opportunities. Still, you're scoring on a third of them. You're going to be outscoring the other team with the man advantage. So Positive Pam says the Oilers need goals. They're going to get goals. They got Nugent Hopkins, best year of his life. They got Dreisaitl and McDavid really probably just entering their primes, maybe not even peaking yet. And Positive Pam says with those three guys leading the way and with more depth, like Hyman, like Kane, like other players doing well, like Fogle, like McLeod coming back from injury, like Bugstad brought in from a trade. All those guys, Positive Pam says, the Oilers need goals? They'll get goals. Negative Nelly, they'll get them. 780-496-0063. Just a little bit of the back and forth I was mediating earlier today, Kellen. They each presented two more very passionate and varying degrees of convincing arguments, Mm -hmm. which I will get to as we move along on Inside Sports. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Uh, Oilers and Kings on 6.30, Chad. Tomorrow, of course, 5 o'clock, uh, 5.30, I should say. 5.30 for the face-off show. Game will start at 7 as uh, the Oilers, a, a lot of divisional and uh, conference games down the stretch here. So they're going to play the Kings two of their next three games. They got uh, L.A. tomorrow, home to the Ducks on Saturday, at L.A. on Tuesday, April 4th, as uh, they continue to jockey for position in the top three in the Pacific Division. Okay, so I was telling you about my... Uh, I was kind of having a bit of a coffee with a couple of friends, Positive Pam and Negative Nelly, and they they started debating the Oilers' chances, and I just told you why. one reason why Negative Nelly doesn't think the Oilers will do well in the playoffs, and one why Positive Pam thinks they're primed to really go after the cup here. 
Well, they, they kept going back and forth. And a Negative Nelly brought up something that I've, I've been asked quite a bit about lately. And a Negative Nelly says, look, the teams that win the Stanley Cup have a true stud number one goaltender. Like a guy who's proven to be one of the top four, five, or six guys in the NHL. You know, Vasilevsky's been up there. You know, the Rangers got Shesterkin back there. Players, the goaltenders like that, that you just know year after year, they're one of the best guys in the league, and they can just turn into brick walls in the tension of a playoff game. And uh, and negative Nelly says, look what's happened with the Oilers. The guy they brought in to be their number one, they, they hardly ever play. So they're, they're playing their rookie, Stuart Skinner, into the ground, Negative Nelly says. She says he's going to be burned out by the time we even get to the playoffs. And then Negative Nelly says, if you look at the games played category in Stuart Skinner in the NHL playoffs, it says zero for his career. So Negative Nelly says, how are the Oilers going to lean on a guy who's never been there and whose stats for the regular season, while respectable, are really kind of average when you compare them to some of the top guys in the league. That's what Negative Nelly said. And Positive Pam says, hold the phone, Negative Nelly. First of all, I'm going to offer a rebuttal on Stuart Skinner. Positive Pam says, Stuart Skinner last year between the AHL and the NHL played 48 games. He's currently at 45, so he's handled this workload before as a pro. Forget about the year he played 60 in junior, plus 20 more in the playoffs. And he did play five pro games with the Condors last year. So Positive Pam says Stuart Skinner knows what he signed up for, and he knows what he has to do. And then Positive Pam says, you want to use the experience argument, Negative Nelly then I want you to look at a guy that the Oilers brought in at the trade deadline. His name is Matthias Ekholm. He's played almost an entire season of hockey in the playoffs. 75 Stanley Cup playoff games with a pretty good stat line of 35 points. And oh, by the way, you want experience. Matthias Ekholm has been to the Stanley Cup final in 2017 with the Nashville Predators. So Positive Pam says, okay, I can be kind enough to maybe to give you your Stuart Skinner argument, but if you're saying it all revolves around experience, then what a pickup to bring in the big-bearded Matthias Matthias Ekholm at the deadline. Back and forth they went as I was trying to enjoy my pumpkin spice latte.